Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives keep us playing small and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another week of Flip the Switch on Life. Today, we have a special guest, Miss Taylor Tozak, who is a beautiful human that I had the pleasure of meeting just a few months ago, and we met by a mastermind that we're both in called Business is Personal, and it's been such a beautiful journey to get to know each other on a deeper level, and just hearing her story of where she's gotten to and where she started has been so empowering and inspiring for me that I'm really excited to dive in and have you guys get to know her on a deeper level. She is a life and leadership coach for purpose-driven humans. Um, And what really is so empowering is that she's made so many courageous moves in her career and she really follows her purpose. She does that inner work and she's now created a sustainable six-figure global branded business that is built on authenticity, self-expression, storytelling, and self-leadership. She works with spiritual and soul-led business owners that desire to create more freedom in business, love, and their life. In this episode, we just allowed everything to kind of organically come up and something that has been so potent and powerful for me and for you guys has been this shifting into this newer, bigger, bolder version of yourself. And Taylor is the spitting image of what that looks like by taking these really big, bold, courageous moves and betting all on yourself. So stay tuned for this juicy, impactful powerful episode where you get to start learning the tips and the tools of how to start flipping the switch on your life and lead with your purpose and create more freedom in your life. Hi, Taylor. How are you? I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. I am so good and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Yay. Oh my gosh. Well, we were just chatting before about all the things, so many things, but um really the, we're going to allow this episode to kind of take us where it goes, but overall, you know, we've both been in a space of really finding ourselves through our expression, through authenticity, and really creating a life that's like deeply reflective of our heart's desires. I think that's like the entire mantra of like, why we do what I do. And I'm so excited to have you here to kind of dip more into like your story and how you kind of created this huge brand, but also like who you are as a human, you just like really exude this like essence of just confidence and badassery and just like really owning who you are. And I think that's just so inspiring to see more women owning who they are and like living this like unconventional lifestyle. So without further ado, like I'd love to just hear more about you and like kind of how you got into this space of just really owning yourself and creating life from that. 
Mm, thank you for reflecting that. It's so it feels so good to receive and be seen. And I think for me, so much of this started from witnessing other women, human beings, people in their power and really showing up fully in that expression. And initially I suffered from a lot of comparison and seeing there was this gap between people that had this confident persona and seemed like they had it all together and they had it all figured out. And I remember being in school in elementary school and looking up to a lot of the girls who were older than me and thinking that they had something that I didn't. Mm -hmm. And throughout the years, I kind of came to the realization through a combination of reading, connecting to spirituality, connecting deeper to myself, that everyone in life is a mirror for us and an invitation to look deeper into what is being inspired within. And so oftentimes it's like, we can look at people as an inspiration or they can validate our insecurities. And so whenever we're like listening to things and seeing where someone is and what they've created for themselves, I always like to look at it through the lens of what is this, like, what's this inspiration coming from? And so I've been a coach and a life coach for about four years now. Um, My journey started after a breakup in a four-year relationship where I really suppressed a lot of myself, my self-expression. I didn't communicate. Um, I didn't know how to be myself and I felt very judged in the relationship. So I suppressed a lot of who I was. This resulted in me drinking, partying, kind of avoiding, numbing myself out and ultimately sabotaging the relationship. And from that place, I really took a hard look at who do I actually want to be? And what is the story that I want to tell for my life? And I realized so much of it was being played safe based on what I saw everybody else doing and based on what people like my mom or my dad or my family members were all doing and people around me who had really lived these kind of mediocre lives. And Then I started to discover the online space and there were people who were like showing up fully in their power, expressing themselves, being like real online. And so we both actually connected through Amanda Bucci and Amanda is actually one of the people who I initially found as I was working, finding myself through this personal development process. And I, I saw her content online because someone actually that I and when did you, um, when did you kind of start feeling this like fire within you to like, want to create a business for yourself? It was around the time that I, so I was working a full-time job as an assistant manager at the gym and I just felt really stuck in it. I felt like, okay, I could work behind the desk and just like work my way to this like secure lifestyle but also there's something inside of me that knows I'm here for so much fucking more. It's just, I can't put words or explain what it is. Yes. Yes. I feel like that's where I was with like the corporate aspect too. I just was, it's like, cause for me, I moved from Ohio to Los Angeles and I said the same thing. I'm like, I'm meant for more. I don't know what that looks like yet, but like, I feel super ambitious. I'm going to figure it out. And then kind of like, I'd honestly say probably two years in, I was like, Mm, this doesn't feel for me. And I I asked myself the same question where I was like, I could climb this ladder, but like I moved 2,300 miles away to like do this. I was Mm -hmm. like, no, Jess, like we need to figure it out. And um, it's so interesting because you mentioned Amanda Bucci because (laughs) I say this because it's like, it makes me giggle because she literally has been, and it's just crazy. We're both working with her right now, but um, 
back in 2018. So I don't know when you discovered her, like I think around, yes. And I went to her live event for when she was still like doing the fitness stuff. And Mm -hmm. literally it was like permission granted. I'm quitting my job. I'm starting my online coaching business, like fitness business. Same, same. I remember like sitting on the floor watching like her listening to her podcast or something and saying like, one day I want to work with her because there's such a resonance between like the way that she's creating her life. And I was also in the fitness industry around that same time. So I was like personal training on the side and like seeing the potential of the online space. And then it's like, oh, okay. I want to live this life where I get to be my fullest expression of self. Mm. And so not long after that, I went all in on my business. I quit my job. I had one client at the time and I'm just like, it was a burn the boats, take the Island moment. Like I'm going to fucking figure it out along the way. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I just know that I'm going to do it because I'm unavailable for anything less than the life that I want to. And the Mm -hmm. life I want to is quite literally what I have now, which is I'm living in Costa Rica. I'm working two to three hours a day. I work with some of the most incredible humans. I get to be in containers and spaces with really high level, like these high level conversations where we're talking about consciousness and spirituality and personal development and self-mastery and like something that I only once imagined as a possibility for me. And so it's like, you see those people who are acting as that inspiration and that example of what is possible. And the only difference between you and them is that they went for it. They just decided. Fuck. Yeah. And that's something that's coming up for me too, for a lot of our listeners. I know that, you know, a lot of people come here for inspiration and to, you know, feel that sense of like urgency within our own selves. Right. And what do you feel like for you was that spark that was like, I'm not available for any other life. Like I have one client and I'm quitting the job and I'm going to figure it out. It was the moment where I thought about, so something that I like to do is timeline therapy, and you can do this into like looking into the future, but also like going into the past and kind of like changing the energy of things. But I was kind of imagining these two different realities for myself because our reality is reflective of the decisions that we make. And so Mm -hmm. based on the decisions that I'm currently making, what is the most likely outcome for my life? And if I was to change my decisions and do something that was more based on what I want, which is having this life of freedom. And I was, I was looking at these two different paths and one was I can have this office, this stable job, this like relationship, this house, but that doesn't actually feel like a fuck yes for me. That feels like I'm settling in my life. It feels like I'm playing small. It feels like I'm just getting by and doing the things that everybody else is doing when it doesn't feel like in my heart and soul, that's what I'm here to do. And so it was that, I can't wait any longer. Like I can keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the right time, but really there's no such right time. There's no such thing as being hundred percent ready. It's like, can I trust in myself to figure it out along the way and know that when I make decisions in alignment with who I want to be, that all of the pieces fill themselves in as I continue to step forward. Mm like everyone just take a minute and like really marinate over that because that's so potent and so powerful to really be able to recognize your own power this like inner whisper inner wisdom whatever you want to call that that noise that constantly is replaying in your head that's not gonna go away um I know that for me when I started on my journey it was the same thing it was like you have this constant like 
pressure to really conform to society and do the things, but there's just something within our bones. That's like, why, why do we have to do that? Like, no, like, I don't want to live that conventional lifestyle. And it's just so powerful to be in that space where you can kind of own that. And even if you may not know exactly what to do, you're trusting yourself because you can get all the support, all the advice, but no one is you and no one has to live your life. So it's really up to you and how you want to, to live that. And I think it's just so, so powerful in that space and kind of where what's coming up for me is like, you know, when you mention a lot of the work that you do is around like your intuition and, you know, you talk a lot about the space that you're in with the people that you work with, what do you feel like was a really big moment for you to kind of shift into that person or, or was there any part of yourself that was like ever facing, um, like if you want to call imposter syndrome or like the old self, like, did you ever feel like you had to like integrate and like evolve to get to this person that you are now? Every freaking day, every day, every day. day. If I'm being so real about it, I think about evolution in the sense of like, you are constantly like one foot on the ground, one foot stepping in front of you. So it's like, you have this old self-identity and you also have this identity that you're choosing to step into. And anytime we're feeling stuck, it's because we're like, I want to go forward, but I'm literally not taking my foot off the ground. And so it's about taking that step and trusting in maybe the path of, let's say the unknown, but really following your intuition to lead you forward. And so I am constantly integrating my new self-identity as I'm continuing to walk forward. And it really comes down to if I truly trust in myself and who I'm here to become, can I believe in that more than the past version of me? And I really do believe that we have this ability to create a life beyond our circumstances. Like some of the most inspirational stories that you hear are people that come from nothing. Nothing. Yeah. They come from a life that had no real evidence of what is possible for them. And in that we have to be willing to believe in what we're going towards more than where we're currently at. And our circumstances can be such evidence of what is possible for us, or it can be the driving force of, is this really the life that I want to live? And something that I'll ask myself whenever I'm feeling maybe stuck in my life where I'm like on the fence about making a decision is if I were to look back on my life at 80 years old, what would be the story that I would want to tell? And what would I be so proud of looking back? And then you don't put so much pressure on yourself to have to have it perfect or have it perfectly figured out or anything like that. Because it's like, I went and I took the step and I learned and I grew and I evolved and I became better and I learned more about myself and I took risks and I was brave. And those are the things that you're going to look back on and feel really, really good about versus the things that just like, well, how perfectly did I do it? And how much did I plan out my life? How much did I fit into this box of what was expected of me? But I really live for myself. Mm, That is just incredible. And just, I love the, the whole aspect of looking um, looking back, like you mentioned the timeline therapy of like looking back at your old self and looking back at your new self. I, um, I think it's really powerful to think about like when you are kind of in that momentum of like going to take a step forward, but like, you're not sure yet. And it's asking yourself, like visualizing, 
um, those two paths and what they look like for you. And I think, you know, I'd love to ask you too, is like, do you have any tips or advice for anybody as far as when it comes to like making a decision around that? Because I know so many people get stuck in the fear and, you know, we're humans too. Um, even though we, we, you know, took that initiative on ourselves, like there's still times I feel fearful making decisions and stuff. And it's like, I need to find ways to move through that, right. To make that decision for my, my business or whatever that is evolution, if you want to call it that too. Um, so what do you feel like for you is helpful to make those decisions for yourself that are like moving through the fear, taking it along for the ride and like really being able to be like, okay, like old self, I see you, but like new self, like I'm here and I'm coming. That's a beautiful question. And I think it really, for me at least has come down to being friends with fear and not making it the enemy because any really successful person will say that the fear doesn't go away we have an ego for a reason. It's to protect us from the unknown and uncertainty and the unpredictability. And so that will show up through fear. And so it really comes down to having courage and courage is feeling the fear and doing it anyways. So I think having this level of safety within your nervous system so that you do feel more grounded, more regulated, more calm, and more trusting in yourself and your intuition. So there's different tools and modalities, breathwork being one of them, um, different movement processes that you can use to kind of downregulate yourself into more of a calm place before making that decision. Because I don't think it's about just pushing through the fear and acting like it doesn't exist, but really being able to acknowledge that it is there. Um, and that might look like asking yourself a series of questions of what am I really afraid of? You know, like, what am I afraid would happen if I did take this step? And that could be like fear of success is just as real as fear of failure. And so I think being able to identify which one has the most charge for you and going all the way into that, and ask like playing out that scenario in your mind, if that feels supportive for you, or even finding this ability to see that most of the things that we're really afraid of are survivable, but our, to our ego, it's like, you're going to die. And right. It's <laughs> and it's like, oh, actually, like if I were to go all in and, you know, do this business and like really lean into my purpose and you know, start showing up and selling online and putting myself out there. What's the worst that could happen? Someone rejects me to the ego. It feels really, really big because it stems all the way back to that trauma of having something happen to you when you're really young and it being too big for your body and too big for your nervous system. And so most of the time we're kind of like moving through life, afraid to feel the feelings that we once felt in the past. And that's where all of these fears come from is our ego has created meaning about what is or isn't possible for us. And so I think being able to identify the root of why the fear is so big and work on healing that, then you feel more empowered and more in control rather than your ego being the thing, like you can't do the thing and the intensity of the fear being so big and so powerful. So I think all of it comes down to having this level of self-awareness and ability to navigate your nervous system through the fears as you take action. 
Yes. Like so beautifully said. And it's a lot of the work that I do with my clients is really finding the root. I'm, I'm definitely somebody that loves to dig into the subconscious and say, okay, you feel this, but like, why? Like finding the root. It's like, it's like anxiety, for example, it has all these branches. Fear has all these branches. And when you heal those branches, you're mitigating that emotion or that experience that you had that's associated with that emotion. Right. And something I think that's so powerful that is um, that I think we can expand on here is like when we're talking about making these like really big moves, whatever that is, if that's like quitting a job that you freaking hate, or if it's asking for a raise at your job, or if it's making that side hustle go full time, it's just really, like you said, it's like courage, courage to have to move with the fear. And I think for a lot of people and something that I've been like really diving into is like the somatic aspect, the nervous system stuff, because our body knows exactly what that past experience was and associating with that. Right. And it kind of stops us. So I absolutely love that you were, you were message or um, mentioning about down regulating yourself to be able to make those decisions from a place of calm or at least a place of like regulation. And it's like, we could talk even more of like the windows of tolerance that like stretching our capacity. That's something I've been really heavily um, expressing through, through content and through like my own experiences is like, yeah, you're right. We have a fear of failure. We have this fear of success. And we have a fear of a lot of other things that are stemming deeper to like abandonment, rejection, all those deep wounds. But it's, if we can stretch ourselves to handle more, that's where we find the sweet spot I feel like in life. And I think so many of us would be so much more happier if we were able to like expand our capacities to withstand this discomfort because then we can think fucking bigger then we can go all in like could you imagine if you never said no to something that was like a full body yes oh chills yeah Yeah. like you you can't even see the capacity and the potential of the life that you could create because our mind is limited to what it knows and what it's experienced. But when you follow that fuck yes, and you really just like follow the path, like you find yourself in this reality where you're like, holy shit, I could never have imagined myself creating this, but the willingness to say yes. And to be able to move yourself through it without saying no, because you're afraid your life becomes freaking limitless, honestly. Yeah. Like, I know. And it's just so interesting because I think for some of us, like for me, I feel like that was more of a like innate part of myself, you know, that like was always saying like, and I think for you too, like you always had ambition. You always saw yourself successful in some capacity and our threshold for uh, discomfort in a way was like really small to like leave our jobs and to like focus on ourselves. Um, But for you, like, what do you feel like has been a really big key aspect of your journey that's like continued to allow you to think bigger and to really kind of expand your threshold of capacity of of discomfort and also pleasure right because that also affects how much success we can bring in for ourselves Mm -hmm. Mm, that's such a good question I feel like for me simply willingness like willingness is what it comes down to. Uh, there's so many different modalities that you can lean on. Um, and I've been in the world of somatics for a couple of years now, actually really discovering like how we can move energy through our body, through breath and through sound and through movement and letting go of what was previously stopping me 
as I continue to move forward. And so uh, I think it starts with having this level of self-awareness, like knowing the subtle energies that move throughout your body, the vibrations, the energies, the emotions, the frequency, and then also understanding the association that we have with those things from a more unconscious place. So we'll go back to anxiety. Like if I feel anxiety, most often the meaning that my past version of self would have is this is unsafe. I shouldn't do this. I can't do this. Um, I need to go back to comfort because knowing that we are wired for comfort and we want to stay away from pain, but really through the moving into pain, sometimes most of the time is where we find more pleasure is where we find more freedom is where we find more self-expression liberation and liberation. Exactly. It's like when you have this willingness to be able to experience both pain and pleasure, you find yourself fully fucking liberated and not afraid to fully live life. And when you fully live life, you're like, no matter what comes my way, I know I'm going to be okay. And that comes through these small experiences of titrating yourself into more and more discomfort. And that doesn't mean you need to go all in and do what I did and quit your job and just say like, fuck it. There's so many different ways that we can do this. And that might be something as small as, and as big and significant as asking for a raise or sending in a a resume or posting online or like anything. It can be like these little, but also really big things where you show yourself evidence of what is possible for you. And so it's not by waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, but it's also through the taking action and doing the work along the way. Like, I think that's truly what it comes down to for me is taking the action towards what you want And then doing their work to heal yourself, to feel comfortable, to feel confident, to feel certain as you're moving forward. Mm, Just marinating that. That's so, yeah, that's amazing. And I think you hit it all on the head because it is, it, it is going into those spaces of pain to receive more pleasure. I mean, if you think about it, that's what your healing journey is to like go through those discomforting experiences so that you can feel more liberated in your body, in yourself, in your, in your, in your life. I mean, think, and I think the best way to think about this is like a breakup, right? Like breakups are so detrimental to us. Like they just feel like a part of us just has been ripped out and stomped on. Um, at least in my experience, (laughs) and, um, but they are our biggest fucking lessons and so much like power and liberation that we get to experience by going into the pain and healing and not, you know, avoiding it. So it's like for anybody who's in a space of like, this is hitting me so hard. I feel this in my bones. It's like showing the evidence of your potential, what you can do by going into those places that need to be supported, our shadows. It's, it's not deflecting. It's not avoiding. It's actually bringing those parts into us with love and compassion, understanding to heal because the more that we get to heal within our own selves, the world really becomes our oyster. And that just becomes your way of thinking. And it's just like my, like I, I, all of us, I think that like have a purpose or in a, in of service, you know, it's all started with our pain Our pain bred our purpose Mm -hmm. because we were in so much discomfort that we couldn't stand it anymore. That we started looking inward, doing that work, reflecting those parts of ourselves to say, what the fuck 
this is not the way to live broken and hurt and ashamed to, I want to feel fucking freedom and liberation and fire within myself. And it's just, I, I think when you just start doing that work, you just start to see the world in a different way. Your perspective changes, your operation system in your mind changes, like everything at that even cellular level starts to change. And you're just like, didn't know energetically I needed to move those parts mm-hmm. to feel that I can see my potential now and I get to think bigger and bolder. It's just the way that you put that is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. The way that you said that was so beautifully articulated as well. It's like, you don't know what is possible until you prove it possible for yourself. Yeah. You don't know. It's like what you see right now is currently based on your perspective based on your past circumstances and your circumstances are reflective of your past decisions. And so the circumstances that you create for your life can change with the willingness to take different action with the desire and the belief that new and different is possible for you. And like you said, I I truly believe as well that our purpose is something that we are uniquely inherently here to deliver to the world, that we all have this gift and medicine and like code that we are meant to share and everyone's experience and expression of that is different, but it really does come down to that moment of pain where you find power. And it's like, there's a purpose to this. And I'm not, I'm not going to be a victim to this. I'm going to choose to create more because of this experience. And for me, that's where all of this stem from is like the shittiest things in life happen to me. And I'm like, this is not going to break me. This is going to make me, and I'm going to Mm. do this for me and for everybody else that I get to help in the future. And then you can find so much more purpose in any of the pain that you're experiencing. So it's like, no matter what your circumstances look like as big or heavy as hard, challenging, uncertain that they feel, if you can find power in that, there is purpose from it. And power does come from within. And you can use people as an example of what's possible and look to them and have mentorship and coaching and ask questions and all of those things. And I truly believe that as we lead ourselves through life, we set the example of what is possible for other people. So we're going through this collective evolution together. And all of us inherently are feeling this like really deep call to purpose for some people that might be being a mother for others. It might be being the CEO of like a billion dollar company. Like there's really no difference in impact. It's really like what feels most true and authentic to you as the human. And what would be, what makes you feel so alive, so purposeful. And like, you're here doing the thing that you know in your heart that you are meant to do. And I think we all intuitively know what that is, but it's a matter of deconditioning ourselves to be able to trust in that and know that that is enough. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. So perfectly said. Mm. I just don't have words right now. Cause I'm just marinating that just like, <laughs> and the passion in your voice. And it's just, it's, it's so true. It's deconditioning ourselves and I feel like we're all on this earth meant to do something purposeful. And I feel like everyone has a purpose. I feel that way so deeply in my heart, whatever, whatever that is. And it's just like having you in space, having other thought leaders and people who are here to make a difference can really show people what is possible by you living in your truth and your purpose and your authentic expression. You're giving someone else permission. So that's for anybody listening here too. It's like, even if you're not 
doing the thing that you want to do. Just what can you do right now to start being more true to you, being more authentic, being more expressive, being more in your element, your essence, because the more that you step into that person, that new identity, that evolution of you that's dying to come out, the more that you're giving permission for somebody else to do the same. And that is just such a beautiful reflection, beautiful reminder of the people in our life. And that exactly Taylor, what you said in the beginning of this, like you can see people as inspiration or comparison. And I'm choosing inspiration because that shows me what's possible for me because you can do it. I can do it. And I just want everyone here to like really marinate in this conversation and say that to yourself of they can do it. Why not me? Yeah. Choose you. Do it. Choose you. Choose you. Like the world needs you and it's safe for you to be yourself. I think that's such an important thing to remind ourselves. Like it's safe for me to be me mm-hmm. and people will either absolutely fucking love you because you're you or they won't. And that's okay too. And knowing how, like in that example, specifically, like our brains are wired for connection. They're wired for intimacy and safety because when our brains were evolving. If at any point we went off on our own, we would die. And so that's why this fear of rejection feels so big and why so many of us aren't actually showing up authentically because to your brain, it feels unsafe. And so for me in this, like choosing to step into my self-expression, it's this, it's safe for me to be myself. It's safe for me to be seen. It's safe for me to be known. It's safe for me to be supported and like really finding that safety in your body because who you truly are. um, I think that you have like an inherent self-identity and a lot of it is not about like a, a creation. It's about a creation of, and also a remembering of it's who am I at my core? And what is all the stuff that's not actually in alignment with that? Like, what are all the things that I've been told I need to do or the behaviors that come from trauma or the behaviors that come from this place of like needing to be accepted. And instead, how can I radically love and accept myself for who I am remembering that the world is a mirror for us. And so if there's anything within you that feels like I'm not accepted for who I am, well it's gonna fucking hurt when someone someone doesn't accept you but if you truly love and accept who you are then you find evidence of that in your reality as well so that was a huge thing for me in this whole journey of like one not only like doing that online but doing that in my relationships and my friendships and stuff like that like how can I let myself be fully myself and know that who I am is enough it came from me believing that within myself first but anytime that I forget that or I get distracted or I'm like looking for the external validation reality will reflect back to me that like, Hey, that's your job to do. That's your thing to work on. Like the inner work is what's reflected in the external reality. And so if it comes down to wanting to be yourself, you can't wait until someone accepts you. You can't wait until someone gives you permission. You can't wait until the world says, yes, fucking go for it. That has to come from within. And that has to come from this willingness to be a little bit uncomfortable. And then as you create comfort, being uncomfortable, it can become normal for you. Otherwise you're just sitting in this, like being super fucking uncomfortable, being comfortable and being unfulfilled, you know? <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, exactly that. It's, it's really a give and take and just knowing, you know, doing that work to slowly 
rebuild yourself and restructure your mind. And it's, you, you said it so perfectly. It's like our, our, our outer world reflects our inner world. And that's just so important to think about when we are looking to do these really hard things and do these things to like make us feel so fulfilled. And it's just, it's a perfect. Ex- it's a perfect example. If you can't wait for that permission from anybody else to just do the thing because people aren't living your life. You're living your life. But coming back to the more that you get to express yourself, the more you're giving permission for somebody else to express themselves because you're right. We all are bred for connectivity and it's, it feels empowered to see other people doing really big things or doing things that we really want to do. And it gives us that like under like that subconscious permission of like, well, they can do it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. And it's just so powerful to, to be in the space of just a con- like opening yourself up to that, to receive, and you get to deserve that. And it's, it's all coming back to this entire conversation of like doing the energetic work and also doing the practical stuff, like mm-hmm. learning to expand your nervous system to tolerate that discomfort and comfort to again, kind of like you said, like changing that uncomfort to maybe more of a normal for you to feel regulated, to make those empowered decisions for yourself. And then take the baby steps. You guys like take little steps to like feel more empowered, authentic, expressed, and even just starting there within your own self, your personality, your relationships, that's going to reflect other parts of yourself that you, and then you're going to start to build that confidence to do the bigger things. And I think that's exactly the essence of this conversation is like, the little steps to just be you are going to tenfold into the life that you want to live, but you have to start by putting yourself first, saying yes to yourself and doing the damn thing in whatever capacity that is for you. Yes. Doing the damn thing, doing the damn thing and doing the damn work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Taylor, thank you so much for being here. Like this conversation was so heart filling and like firing and I, my, my whole body singling from like all of it, all of it. Um, I love to ask before I let you go is, are you, do you have anything you're working on that you want to share with us? Where can we connect with you? Mm, if you want to connect with me further, um, I'm on Instagram at Taylor, the life coach. I also have a podcast called the tailored life. So that's another place. If you want to like really listen to me talk, that's another vibe. Um, I have a few different offerings, everything from like master classes and programs, self-guided to a mastermind. I have a free mastermind called free as fuck. And it's about being able to overcome imposter syndrome, self-doubt, comparison, and self-sabotage to be able to create a life by design and show up as the most authentic and aligned version of you. So that is a space to like experience more one-on-one. And I also have mentorship as well. So those are some spaces that I like to play within. And um, yeah, I, I really believe that each one of us has something very unique to offer to the world. And it's not about copying someone or trying to find the solution or trying to find what's missing but really connecting deeper to our authentic self and bringing that essence out into the world so that we can contribute our magic and our medicine to the world because I think we're all so fucking important and the world needs us to be ourselves Mm, beautiful thank you so much everyone go connect with Taylor and I'll see you guys next week Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes, give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. 
And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information, or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step, and I will see you guys next week.